Hello! Well, it's been a minute since I've recorded a new episode, and I wanted to let you know what's going on. I'm writing a book, two actually, that will be published this year. I've heard from some of you that you're furiously taking notes as you listen to the podcast episodes. Some of you have even printed off the transcripts and are highlighting them and putting them in a binder. I love this so much and it has inspired me for book number two. So what you've been asking for, it's coming. Now, that said, I will be recording a new episode soon and we'll get back to a regular schedule. In the meantime, if you're interested in hearing about the book and knowing when it's coming out, be sure to go to trishazodi.com and get on my email list. You'll be the first to know. Now, here's the episode you came for. Hi, friends. It's Trisha Zodi. Welcome to my podcast. Another Beautiful Life, Restoration of Mind, Body, and Spirit After Brokenness. I am so excited that you're joining me here today as we walk this journey together. I believe that God is extending out His hand, offering each one of us the opportunity to be guided into restoration. I also believe that with restoration comes freedom, adventure, and great hope. These are the things He's calling us to. And I'm glad we can do this together. Hello, friends. I'm so glad you're joining me on the podcast for episode number 77. So this week, I'm covering the last of the five givens in life. These are based on the book, The Five Things We Cannot Change and the Happiness We Find by Embracing Them by David Rico. If you want to go back and listen, I covered the first four in the past four episodes. The five givens in life are, one, everything changes and everything ends. Two, things don't always go as planned. Three, life is not always fair. Four, pain is part of life. And the fifth one, which I'm talking about today, people are not always loving and loyal. You probably have your own stories where you could look back in your past to find that people have not acted loving or loyal. This is true for all of us. People lie. People are hypocritical. They're dishonest or deceitful. People are fickle. They don't keep their promises. People are selfish and act out of selfish motives. They are driven by self-preservation and self-protection. This is what people do. You and I are those people. Ouch. (laughs) But we don't really think about the fact that people are not always loving and loyal until it happens to us. You usually find out who your real friends are when you experience some sort of struggle, hardship, or tragedy in your life. Surprisingly, some of those closest to you will disappear or slowly shrink away. Some will tell you they'll be there for you, to walk with you through the hardest days, and then never show up. Yes, this is my personal experience. And it's sad. It's also very confusing. It doesn't make sense. You could have a close relationship with someone for years, decades even, and then hard things come and they're just gone. They're out. 
That's so hard to understand and even harder to deal with as you're sitting in great pain and are in need of friendships. But David Rico says that the adult, that is the one living in emotional adulthood, takes all this rejection and abandonment in stride. Okay, how on earth do we do this? Are we just supposed to grow thick skin and become callous to the words and actions of others? Because that sounds awful to me, and also not doable, especially not for the feelers of the world. So what do we do? First, I do believe we should just know and accept the fact that the people in our lives are not going to always act loving. And they may not hang around when things get tough. And I mean when things get tough for them. And so they dip. That's what people do sometimes. Because people are people. But I want to offer that it's okay to still be hurt by it, even though we know that's what people do, and maybe we could even anticipate it. It's okay to feel hurt. But here's what David Rico is saying that will allow us to have some element of control over that hurt. He says, handling this betrayal is done through psychological work. Now that is exactly what I do in life coaching. And it's the work I started doing for myself years ago in order to heal from betrayal and abandonment. Psychological work means that we have the ability to bring awareness and understanding to the situation using our adult brain that brings logic and reasoning to the situation or circumstance. You might need to rewind and hear that again. Being hurt is an emotional response, right? But staying in the emotional hurt is what leads us to be in emotional childhood, which is a state where we react to our emotions, act out, or avoid emotions rather than taking full responsibility for them. Here, we usually blame other people for the way we feel, like saying, you hurt my feelings. Or you may have heard someone tell you that they wouldn't have yelled at you if you hadn't made them so mad. But we are responsible, each one of us, responsible for how we feel in every moment. We are in charge of how we think, and we are in charge of how we feel. When we are functioning as emotional children, we are blaming other people for how we feel how we act, or for the results we get in our life. But when we're able to take responsibility in emotional adulthood, we are no longer at the effect of other people that prove to be unloving and disloyal. No, you don't have to grow thick skin in order to handle this. You're actually allowed to feel the emotions that come up with that hurt. But then we take responsibility for how we're going to believe, think, and feel after that. We do this by applying logic and reasoning to the action of the person. It integrates the emotional brain and the executive brain that results in emotional adulthood. This is what we do in life coaching all the time so that we can make sure we're not living and acting out of emotional childhood in retaliation or resentment or blame. 
The great news here is that you're in control of how you feel. Your emotions are not controlling you. Such great news. In my own life, the results look like me extending grace and compassion to people who have said unloving things, intentionally or unintentionally. They don't even have to know it. I just decided that I'm going to throw grace on it and move along. I first figured this out when my dad passed away. People that I expected to show up didn't at all. It was then that I realized the sting of this given in life. Of course, it wasn't the first time I'd experienced that people were not always loving and loyal, but it was the first time it hit hard. But what it did was prepare me for when my husband passed away two years later. And after doing the psychological work, after my dad's passing, I was much better equipped to handle when some people in my life disappeared when Brian died. It also helped me handle the comments people said or questions that sounded too much like accusations. Surely, they didn't mean to be unloving in their words, but it definitely felt like it at the time. My heart was deeply hurt by people. And do you know why I could throw grace on it and be so compassionate towards them and their comments? Because I had done the same in the past. I was those people. Now, I do believe that going through these kinds of experiences helps you become a more loving and loyal person, but I'm sure at times I still am, quote unquote, those people, because people are people. I'm praying others will throw grace my way too. We could all use a little more of that, right? Understanding and accepting this given in life allows me to hold on to my peace, decide for joy, and experience the fullness of love. This means that bitterness and resentment do not have a hold of my heart or a place in my life. This is a choice I make. This is a choice you make, my friend. And then when you decide to make that choice, as a believer, you have the power of the Holy Spirit to help you appropriate it. Understanding and accepting this given also allows you and me the opportunity to choose to be a person who is purposefully more loving and loyal to the people we come in contact with in our lives. Or at least this is our desire to act this way. But this is a choice too. Colossians three twelve through 15 says, Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. So, friend, this is how we do it. This is how we handle the fact that people are not always loving and loyal, without having to grow thick skin. No, instead, we throw grace around like confetti, hold on to our peace, 
decide for joy and experience the fullness of life and love by the accepting of it. And then we determine in our own hearts to be people of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. This is how bitterness and resentment do not get a hold of our hearts or take up residence in our lives. This is a choice we make, my friend. What are you going to choose today? I pray you'll choose to let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Friend, it can be hard to accept that people are not always loving and loyal, especially if they're the same people who are supposed to love us and keep us safe. If you're finding that anger, bitterness, blame, and resentment have been ruling your life and relationships, I'd love to be your life coach and help you process through it. I put a link in the show notes to my calendar to book a free 30-minute discovery call if you're interested in finding out more about life coaching and how it could help you. Or you can visit my website, trishazodi.com, and send me an email there. Have a fantastic week, friends. See you next Wednesday for the next episode of Another Beautiful Life Podcast.